the name of the Lord. I love the presence of the Lord that I feel here in this place. Amen. Thank you, Brother Wilson, so much. And I want to ask you, do please keep a few things in prayer uh, tonight. Uh, we have the, um, uh, the sad news to relay that uh, Brother Ken and Sister Betty Wilson uh, have lost their uh, daughter Nancy. And uh, this, of course, has, has happened today, early this morning. And uh, Brother Ken, if you don't know him, he he's, uh, plays the trumpet up here. And uh, we love Brother Ken Wilson, a, a, a wonderful elder in our congregation, and Sister Betty Wilson. And, of course, this is the sister to Sister Corinne Carnute. And uh, so let's remember this wonderful family in our prayers uh, as they grieve the loss of their daughter, their sister. Uh, their their uh, aunt, and um, and and she has many relatives in our church, cousins, and and uh, but but let's but let's remember this family in our prayers, and also the Garner family, uh, as Brother David Garner, who uh, passed away late Sunday night unexpectedly uh, of a of a heart attack, and this of course is the father. Uh, to Noah and Kristen Garner and we want to remember this family in our prayers they attended FAC for a few years and uh, we love them very much and want God to just wrap his arms around this family in the name of the Lord it's a very difficult uh, thing to watch uh, as people wrestle with these such such tragic situations and it just it brings us uh, to bear all over again how important it is to live every day like like it is the day we could see the Lord. And uh, we do not boast ourselves of tomorrow, for we know not what a day may bring. And so we encourage you to just please remember these families in, in your prayer uh, this week. Amen. And uh, we want to look into the word of the Lord tonight. Uh, I'm going to begin from the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 10. We're continuing with our series to give you a little bit of a uh, recap of what we've been discussing. We've been talking about pulling down uh, strongholds, pulling down strongholds. And, uh, and we talk about the fact that we pull down strongholds because strongholds are those, uh, are those uh, fortresses, if you please, those fortifications that the enemy sets up in people's minds and in their thoughts and our thoughts and our <clears throat> minds are really as I like to put it they're the loftiest parts of us it's our those spiritual things and and that's where the enemy likes to get a foothold and turn it into a stronghold and he likes to get a strong hold on you and prevent you from having faith in God prevent you from living the blessed Christian life that you are supposed to live, that you are designed to live. He wants to prevent you from being engaged in his kingdom, in his ministry. You know, we talked, we just mentioned two families that are hurting right now. And there are multiplied families that all of us can, can if, if we went around the room, we could say, uh, how many know of somebody right now who's in pain, who's suffering, who's struggling? And we could all attest to the fact that we are connected to multiple amounts of people who are hurting, struggling, suffering. And God wants to use us to reach out and minister to those people. And many times the reason that we don't is because there is a hold on us. Something is holding us back, holding us from going forward and doing what God has called us to do and and so it is not just a hold but it is a stronghold it is it has strength in our life and and so we want to prevent that we want to keep those things from having a strong hold on us you may wrestle with something your entire life now that's possible you may wrestle with something your entire life but it does not have to have a strong hold on you Amen. And it may be something that you know your limitations and say, I, I have to be careful. I can't go down that path because that is something I have to be careful about. I can't let my mind wander 
into those thoughts because I have to be careful. People can get depressed easily. People can get oppressed and suppressed easily in their minds. And you have to be ready to understand. It's not abnormal to have a battle in your mind. It's not abnormal to have some kind of a struggle going on in your thought life. You might think that you're sitting here in this house tonight uh, as an anomaly, as one individual who is struggling with your thought life and struggling with, with thoughts of depression and thoughts of failure and thoughts of bitterness and resentment, thoughts of lust and envy and covetousness, and you think you're the only one and, and, and everybody in here thinks they're the only one. In fact, we're surrounded by people who can relate with exactly what we're going through. Don't ever forget that. Now, we don't promote a culture of weakness, but we promote a culture of strength in weakness. See, that's what the Lord told the Apostle Paul. He said, my strength is made perfect in weakness. So don't run from the fact that you have a particular challenge or a particular struggle. Own up to it. Face it in the strength of God, in the power of the Holy Ghost. And understand that the Lord gives you strength. The Lord gives you power. You have nothing to fear. You're going to pull down these strongholds and walk in victory. Oh, hallelujah. Walk in Walk in victory. Amen. So 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Uh, I'm going to give you just a quick recap, all right? 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3. Though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Be careful that you don't get uh, mixed up in your thinking. That because you walk in the flesh, that you war after the flesh. We're in this world, but we do not employ this world's mechanisms in order to win spiritual battles. We war not after the flesh. But in verse 4. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are mighty. And the reason they're mighty. Is because they are through God. And this is what they do. Because they are mighty through God. They pull down the strongholds. Stuff that has had a stronghold on you. Since you were a child. This, these weapons that are mighty through God pull those holds that have been strong on you down and bring you the victory. These weapons that are mighty through God pull down these strongholds that have been in your life. Some kind of a trauma, some kind of a lie you believed somewhere, someplace, somehow. Some way you began to believe a lie of the enemy and that lie continues to have a strong hold on you in the name of Jesus. Pull it down and be a victor as Jesus Christ has won the victory. Amen. Mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And the way we do it, the first thing that happens is we cast down those imaginations. We cast them down. Don't let imaginations grip you and become the thing that has a strong hold on you you can begin to imagine things about people and it can be anything you can imagine let's say from the vantage point of 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 being offended you can imagine that somebody has a certain ought against you okay number one they aren't even thinking about you and that smirk and that grimace and that rolling of the eyes probably had to do with their spouse, not you. And if I was talking to their spouse, I'd say it was probably about you, not the spouse. Number one, they're, not, they're concerned about what is going on in their world. They're not thinking about how much they don't like you or don't, don't care for you. And secondly, if they did, let it go. It doesn't matter. Let me remind you tonight that the only one whose opinion of us matters is the Lord. Okay? Now listen. There's a reason why that's the case. There's, it's not because I'm just, I don't care what anybody thinks about me. That's not why the only opinion that matters is the Lord's. It's not an attitude that we have in saying that. I don't care what you think about. I'll do whatever I want to do. I don't care what anybody thinks about me. That's not our attitude. This is why... 
Only the Lord's opinion matters. Because God doesn't have opinions. God understands and has truthful knowledge of us. So what he thinks about me is not opinion. It is truth. It is truth. So that's the only one that matters. So if your opinion of me is high, your opinion is your opinion. It's not truth. So I can't let it go to my head. And if your opinion of me is low, your opinion is your opinion. It's not truth. So I can't let it drag me down. Only God's opinion matters because God doesn't have opinions. He has truth. Amen. So cast down that imagination. Imaginations of envy. Imaginations of covetousness. Oh, if I just had this. If I just had that. If I had what they have. If I had their privilege. If I was able to experience their life instead of my life. Listen, don't wish to walk in somebody else's shoes. Just never do it. You don't know the journey they've walked. You don't know the price they've paid, and you don't know the problems they have. Just, just, just trust me. And don't trust me. Trust the Lord. He said, don't covet. He's saying to you, just trust me. I mean, they may look like they got everything that you would ever want, but do not covet what they have. There is danger in covetousness. It robs you of that beautiful, noble virtue of contentment. Hallelujah, that brings the peace of God into your life. And you live your life frustrated because you are coveting somebody else's circumstances. And, and if you knew what they were going through, you actually would not want their circumstances at all. So don't want what they've got. Deal with what you've got. And walk in the race, walk in the journey God has you walking. And run the race that he has you running. Amen. So cast down those imaginations. If you, are, if you are lusting, cast down that imagination. If you are fearing and worrying, cast down those imaginations. Amen. And the next thing that we talked about was this powerful concept of bringing every thought into captivity. So the thoughts that go through our minds, we talked about how that the thoughts can, it's amazing how they can multiply. Have you ever dozed off? You're just sitting there talking and, and there's a little lull in the conversation and you need a nap. And the next thing you know, you wake up and, 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 and five seconds has elapsed. But in that five seconds, you've been, to, you've been around the world and back. You've seen folks in your dream that you hadn't seen in years. And you've had conversations and figured stuff out and solved world problems. And all in five seconds, your brain computed so much so quickly. Your brain is so capable of thinking so many thoughts so quickly. And the scripture says, bring all of those thoughts into captivity. They don't need to run amok in your mind. You don't need to just let them go, 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 go. Go get them and bring them into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Hallelujah. And subject them to the salvific work that he accomplished, to the redemptive work that he accomplished. Hallelujah. To the blood of Jesus Christ. And this is how we pull down those strongholds. Okay, then, the, then tonight we're covering this amazing, amazing principle. Casting down imaginations, and here it is. And every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God. You know where those strongholds began to take root? Because they were high things that began to exalt themselves. And they exalted themselves against the knowledge of God. So we're talking tonight about the knowledge of God. First, I want to talk to you about high things. This is not the first time, or, or the only time, I should say, that the Apostle Paul references high things. Let's look at the book of Ephesians, the sixth chapter, where another great passage of Scripture that deals with spiritual warfare Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. You know you need the whole armor of God. I wish I could preach a little while on folks picking and choosing what piece of armor they're going to come with. They come out on the battlefield with a sword and a helmet and nothing else. They don't want their loins girt about with truth, but they want to have the helmet on their head and the breastplate and 
And you don't pick and choose. Put on the whole armor of God. You need salvation, you need righteousness, you need truth, you need the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. You need to have your feet, listen to this, we need to have our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. That means we need to be active promoting the gospel. And if we're not active promoting the gospel, oh, that's half your problem right there. Half your battles will be won while you're ministering to somebody else. This is a principle I don't want to move off of quickly. Half your battles will be won while you are ministering to somebody else. Glory to God. And you know what I'm talking about. You've been there. And, and so you'll be, you'll be, I mean, it's the worst day of your life. Of course, you've had a thousand that were worse than this one. But on this day, it feels like it's the worst day you've ever had. You're in the mold of grubs. Starbucks didn't help. Folks are being mean. You want to quit work. You're ready to just run away. You need a vacation. And you're seriously down. And then somebody presents a need. And something kicks in inside of you. And you begin to promote the gospel of peace. Your feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. I'm telling you, half your battles will be won when you minister to others. Very important. And so he goes on to say, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. That's very important to understand. You do not wrestle against flesh and blood. That's why you resist road rage. That's why you resist cash register line rage. You know, the, 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 the person that's buying 20 lottery tickets in front of you at the convenience store. Help me, Holy Ghost. Help me, Holy Ghost. And if you weren't more of a Christian, you'd just buy them for them and just say, here you go. So you don't want to do that either. But you don't wrestle against flesh and blood. You don't wrestle against flesh and blood here in this congregation. Your brother and your sister aren't your enemy. Even if they got a bad day, even if they were rude, crude, unkind, they're not your enemy. You're not wrestling against flesh and blood. They're having a bad day. You need to pray for them and love them. That's what will cure that. Pray for them, forgive them, love them. And they'll be all right and you'll be all right and your relationship will be all right. You don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but you wrestle against principalities. That invisible stuff that's real and that is, that is strong in its own right. Principalities and Powers. Now, now you got to understand that that what you're wrestling against is real, and it's it's principalities, it's powers, it's it's rulers of darkness of this world. There's some stuff going on in this world right now that you're wrestling with and you just think it's your life and you think it's your circumstance. No, no, no. There, is, there are rulers of the darkness of this world in which we live and that's what you're fighting against. And the scripture says you are wrestling against spiritual wickedness. Spiritual wickedness. Spiritual wickedness. And it's spiritual. You can't always see it. You can't always feel it. You don't even always know that it is there. It is spiritual, but it is wicked. It comes from the wicked one. And the scripture says that this spiritual wickedness is where? In high places. So the things we're wrestling with are in high places. That's where the strongholds exist they exist in those high places they exist in thoughts they exist in minds they exist in our thought life and in our feelings those those elevated parts of us not just the base parts of us but the elevated parts of us see see even even sickness when sickness attacks a person's body you know sickness has a, a unique effect on people and, 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 and a person, I've seen people uh, walk through the valley of sickness and the devil couldn't get their spirit down. He got their body down, but he couldn't get their spirit down. 
because they understood that they weren't ever going to give him a strong hold on those elevated parts of themselves, those thoughts and those, those feelings. And so, so here it is. Spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore take unto you, I'm going to go through this, the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. See, that's what people do. They do everything they can to stand. But, you don't, but once you've done all of that, you need to stand, and this is how you're really going to be able to stand, having your loins girt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, and above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. You know you can quench the fiery darts of the wicked. I like that word quench. It, it deals specifically with the flame on the, on the dagger. The fiery darts, the shield of faith quenches them. In other words, in other words the, the, the actual point of the dart may reach you, but you won't be burned by the flames of hell. Faith prevents the flames of hell from getting a hold of you. This is what happened in Paul's day when the snake lunged at him from the, from the brush and it latched on to him. The fangs went in, but the venom didn't. I said the fangs went in, but the venom didn't. And so the darts of the wicked can come flying at you, but faith prevents the fire of the dart from having an effect on you hallelujah you know what I'm talking about you've been pierced you've been pricked in your heart you've been hurt you've been wounded you've been barbed you've been attacked you've been assailed and assaulted but in the name of Jesus you're going to be all right in the name of Jesus you're going to be all right you're going to pull down those strongholds hallelujah and faith is going to quench all of the fiery darts of the wicked Amen. So it's high places. Spiritual wickedness in high places. Casting down every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. This is one of the reasons. Uh, and of course you have to understand that, and you do, that, that it is an advantage. It is a strategic advantage in battle for the enemy to gain the high ground. Okay, that's just a strategic advantage in warfare. And, and even now, as world powers jockey for position, they are trying to get a position that will give them an advantage. And that advantage is generally the high ground because it's easier to aim at someone uh, when they are at a disadvantage. They're not able to, to, to fire back with as much accuracy. And they are at a disadvantage. So this is what the devil wants to do. He wants to position himself in the high and lofty parts of you. Your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, your mind, your spirit, your soul. He wants to get a strong hold in those places and then leave you at a disadvantage. And all, all you know is you're just trying to live your life for crying out loud. And bullets are flying. And, and there's sniper guns everywhere and, and the archers are out and the arrows are flying and you are you just trying to live your life and things are not going well you are under attack that's because there is spiritual wickedness in those high places now here is where we talk about the power of praise and you've heard me talk about this i want to i want to talk about this for a moment the power of praise now how many know in pentecost we like to praise the lord <laughs> hallelujah Glory to God. We like to praise the Lord. We clap. We sing. We shout. We rejoice. We laugh when we should be crying. We cry when we should be laughing. I mean, we just, I mean, it, it's, it's Pentecostal praise. And it's all in the book of Psalms. It's clapping. It's singing. It's shouting. It's making a joyful noise. You know, it's, it is worship and praise and, and resounding adoration unto the Lord. But we must know the power of our praise. The power of our praise is not in our emotion, our emotional expression. That's not the power of our praise. The emotional expression is a result of our praise, and it is a part of our praise. But what the, the, the strength, the power behind our praise 
is in our confession of the truth of God, our confession of the knowledge of God. It's when we open up our mouths and begin to declare His glory, declare His greatness, declare His wonderful name. Hallelujah. Declare our adoration of Him. And we exalt Him. Anybody know what exalt means? It means to lift up. Anybody ever heard somebody say, lift up the name of Jesus? Lift Him higher? Anybody ever been admonished in a Pentecostal atmosphere? Lift Him higher. Keep lifting Him higher. Higher. Lift Him up. Lift Him up. Lift Him up. Lift those praises to the Lord. It's all about exalting. It's all about lifting up. Up, sending up, send up your praise. The reason that we lift the Lord in praise is because we are wrestling against high uh, spiritual wickedness in high places, and God admonishes us to praise Him not because He's an egomaniac and He's just up there, more, more, more praise, more, more. That's not what it is. He knows what praise will do for you. And he's telling you, if you lift me up, I have the power over your enemy. So praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him on the loud cymbals. Praise him on the high sounding cymbals. Praise him on the stringed instruments. Praise him on the organs. Let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord because there's power in praise. Praise is God's gift to us. It's how we can, we can take his power and appropriate it into our lives. I'm lifting up the name of Jesus. Lord, you are great and greatly to be praised. Lord, you are high above all the earth. There is none like unto you, O Lord. Nobody can stand before your greatness. Oh, I worship you with my soul. My soul doth magnify you, O Lord. I am lifting Jesus Higher. Higher than what? Higher than the spiritual wickedness in high places. You realize? And I'm going to keep lifting him higher and keep lifting him higher. Lift him higher. Lift him higher. Why? Because you got this spiritual wickedness. Fear right here. Lift him higher until he's above fear. But over here you've got lust. Lift him higher until he's above lust. Over here you got pride. Lift him higher past pride. Lift him higher past the love of money. Lift him higher past envy. Lift him higher past bitterness. Lift him higher past resentment. Lift him higher until he is the most high God. That's how you win the big battle. That's how you win the victory. Woo, hallelujah. Glory, glory. Don't stop praising him. Don't stop lifting him up. Lift him up, lift him up in the morning. Lift him up in the noonday. Lift him up when the sun's going down. Woo, lift. <laughs> lift your praises unto the Lord. Hallelujah. That's how you cast down those high things that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. See, you have to know God. You got to know about God. You're not reading your Bible. So you can fulfill some kind of an obligation. You are reading your Bible to know God. You're not praying so you can just fulfill some, some sweet hour of prayer. Or some sweet 34 seconds of prayer. Come on, let's get real now. You're praying to know God. 
You need to know God for yourself. Nobody can know him for you. You've got to know God for yourself. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. You know why you got to know him for yourself? Because your adversary isn't just an adversary. He's not just an enemy. He doesn't fight fair. He is a liar. And he's the father of all liars. Every liar you've met descends from the devil. And they need to be born again so they can have a new father. Oh, I wish, I feel like I'm preaching. I feel like I'm going to preach this. We're going to preach this Bible study. Glory, hallelujah. You've got to know the Lord because what will happen is the enemy will come in and exalt himself against the knowledge of God. And if you don't know God, then you'll believe what the enemy tells you about God. So you got to get in this Bible, in this word, to understand who God is. That way, when the enemy comes along and tries to paint God with this broad brush or tries to somehow taint his character and somehow taint the nature of God, you can say, no, sir, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee, O God. His word is in my soul. And his word in my soul has instructed me concerning who God is. So now I will not fear the enemy. Okay, so what do we know about God? Number one, we know that the Lord our God is one. Here. Here. Oh, Israel, let me tell you who you are. You are the Israel of God. You are, you are grafted into that vine. You are that when he says, hear, oh, Israel, he's talking to you. Come on, hear, oh, Israel. Hear it above the news of this modern day culture. Hear it above the media buzz. Hear it above whatever's going on in our world. Come on, somebody. Hear it above the chaos going on in your family right now. Hear it above all of the noise that's going on in your mind. Hear, oh, Israel. Come on, somebody. He that hath an ear, let him hear. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing where? By the word of God. Hear, oh, Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. You better know that. Because many shall come in his name saying, I am Christ. You better know there's only one. Many false prophets shall arise. You better know there's one God. There'll be many who come as wolves in sheep's clothing. And you better know that you know that you know. Hallelujah. There will be many to come exalting themselves against what you know about God. So you have to rehearse what you know about God daily. And you don't rehearse it by reading somebody else's exposition of him. You read it in his word. And you let him speak for himself. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You read it for yourself and you learn. This is what he said. He said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. You got to learn the knowledge of God. Don't you know that's why you've gone through suffering? So you can know God? So that you can learn God? So that you can know him when every devil from hell is lying to you about who he is. Now see, this is why the devil wants to lie to you about who God is. Because he knows that if he can distort your understanding of who God is, then he can distort your understanding of who you are. And 
And the, and the opposite of that is true. If you can understand who God is, then you can understand who you are. Ooh, hallelujah. I don't want anybody telling me who I am except my creator. I resist every lie that the enemy is going to throw my way. Only God speak to my soul. Only God speak to my soul. And every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God has to come down. Has to come down in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Cast it down. In the name of Jesus Christ. So what do we know about God? Let me tell you what we know about God. We know God cannot lie. He cannot lie. It is impossible for God to lie. We are so accustomed to lying that we just kind of uh, hear it and don't think anything of it. People lie all the time. And we just, well, oh, they were lying. It's the most unnatural thing on this planet. That's why it hurts so bad when somebody you love lies. Because it's so unnatural and it's so brutal. And, and, and it can't even come out of God's mouth. It can, literally cannot come out of his mouth. A lie cannot come across his lips. Because he is truth. If it comes out of his mouth, it is true. And the opposite is true of the enemy of your soul. He can't tell the truth. So this is something you know about God and what you know about the enemy. God can't lie. The enemy can't tell the truth. So if God is speaking to you something, then you can take it to the bank and you can walk on that water. Hallelujah. If God says it, I believe it. That settles it. Hallelujah. No weapon formed against you. Can prosper when the enemy comes in like a flood the spirit of the Lord shall raise up a standard against that enemy you have to believe what the Lord has said and if you will believe what the Lord has said it will come to pass in your life glory glory Hallelujah. God cannot lie. It is impossible. That's the scripture. Hebrews chapter 6. It is impossible for God to lie. Let me tell you what we also know about God. Job chapter 19. Job chapter 19. Job said this about him. In the 25th verse. Of Job chapter 19. This man of course was going through the most horrible trial of life. He said in verse 25, for I know, hallelujah, for I know. See, when all hell is breaking loose, you better know some things. When you can feel the devil breathing down your back, you better know some things. When grief has, has, has stricken your life, you better know some things. For I know my Redeemer lives. My God, my God, I may not know much, I may not know much, don't know much about biology, don't know much about geometry, don't know much about the French I took, science books, but I do know my Redeemer lives. I said I do know my Redeemer lives. Hallelujah. I don't know why this happened. I don't know why that happened. But I'm going to focus on what I do know. I'm not going to let the enemy come in and try to exalt himself against what I do know about God. I know my Redeemer lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. You know what? I'm not backsliding. I said I'm not backsliding. It's not worth it. You want to know why? Because I know my Redeemer lives. And when this thing is all said and done, he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, you got to make up in your mind. I'm going to cast down imaginations. I'm going to cast down every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. I'm going to bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ because my God lives. And everything around me will fall by the wayside. But he shall stand at the latter day. Evolution can rise up against him, but evolution will go down in flames. But my Redeemer shall stand at the latter day. Woo! Cancer's going down. Diabetes is going down. Alcoholism is going down. Pornography is going down. Come on, somebody. All of it's going down. But my Redeemer lives, and my Redeemer shall stand at the latter day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Glory. I know it. I know it. I know it down deep in my soul. I know it in my thoughts. I know it in my spirit. I know it in my heart. Brother Colby, when I'm not feeling it, I can open up my Bible and know it again. And when something comes against me that tries to exalt itself against what I know, I can open up my Bible and know it again, and know it again, and know it again. I can praise into his presence and know it again, and know it again. I can hear his voice whisper one more time, I am your God. I am he that has made you and not you yourself. I can know it again. I know. My Redeemer lives. (laughs) Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You got to know it. Hallelujah. My God. My God. Lord, I praise you. Lord, I praise you. Come on, somebody. Lift him higher. Lift him higher. I know it's Wednesday night, but God is still on the throne. Lift him higher. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Bless that wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Bless that wonderful name of Jesus Christ. All glory and honor and dominion and power forever under the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, mighty God. Thank you, mighty God. Thank you, mighty God. Hallelujah. 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 I feel like there's a breakthrough happening right now. I feel like there's a breakthrough happening right now. You go ahead and let it happen. Let it happen. Let it flow from your innermost being like rivers of living water. Thank you, Jesus. 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 
Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Blessed be the name of the Lord. Come on, praise Him. Come on, praise Him. Come on, praise Him. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. I want somebody to dance without the beat of a drum right now. I wonder if somebody can shout hallelujah without the thump of a bass guitar. I wonder if somebody can lift Jesus higher simply because he's worthy, worthy of the praise, worthy of the praise, worthy of the praise. Glory. Hallelujah. Come on, that's it. Come on, you're lifting him higher. You're lifting him past the fear. You're lifting him past the depression. You're lifting him past the disease. You're lifting him past the principalities and the powers and the spiritual wickedness in high places. Casting down imaginations. Casting down every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. Bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Glory. Hallelujah. 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 Glory. Glory. The Apostle Paul said, he said, God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Then he said, be not ashamed, therefore, of the testimony of our Lord. Be not ashamed of me, his prisoner, but be partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God who hath saved us, called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began, but is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who hath abolished death and hath brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, whereunto I am appointed a preacher and an apostle, a teacher of the Gentiles, for the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know, I know, I know, for I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. All across this building right now, lift up your hands. And let the Spirit of the Lord fall on you right now in the name of Jesus. I know and am persuaded. I want you to say it. I know and I'm persuaded. I know and I am persuaded. I know whom I have believed. And I am persuaded that he is able. He is able. He is able. Hallelujah. I want somebody going through something right now. I want you to break off those heavy bands. Step out of your seat right now in the name of Jesus and say, I know whom I believe and I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed against that day. That's it. I'm not believing another lie. I'm not believing another lie about myself. I'm not believing another lie about my destiny. I'm not believing another lie about how things are going to turn out. I believe in God. I believe in God. I believe in the power of the Holy Ghost. I believe in the spirit of the living God. Glory. 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 I want you to know God can fill you with the baptism of the Holy Ghost right now. If you want the Holy Ghost, I want you to come forward in the name of Jesus. If you want God to fill you with the Holy Ghost right now, I want you to come forward in the name of Jesus. The Spirit of the Lord is in this place to do His mighty work. 
The Spirit of the Lord is in this place to do His mighty work. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That's it. That's it. That's it. Somebody else who would like to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, come. In the name of Jesus. God can do it right now. God can do it right now. God can do it right now. For the promises unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Victory. 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 Victory in Jesus. Victory in Jesus. Victory in Jesus. Blessed be his wonderful name. Blessed be his wonderful name. For the Lord our God is great. For the Lord our God is great and greatly to be praised. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, lift up your hands unto the Lord. Lift up your praise unto the Lord. Send up that praise. Send up that praise. Send up that praise. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. I want somebody that feels the Spirit of the Lord moving on them to pray. I want you to come forward right now. We need to make this a house of prayer. Come on, in the name of Jesus, if you feel the Spirit of the Lord moving on you and you need to get a hold of God, I want you to come forward right now. The Spirit of the Lord is doing something deep, deep. He's doing something powerful in this house right now. In the name of Jesus. That's it. Lord, I give you everything. Lord, I give you everything. Lord, I hold nothing back from you. I give you everything in the name of Jesus. Lord, I give you everything in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be the mighty name of our God. Blessed be the mighty name of our God. Blessed be the mighty name of our God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, the Spirit of the God The name of Jesus be exalted. In Jesus' name. Jesus we exalt you. Jesus we exalt you. Every heart that exalts itself against the knowledge of God must come down now in the name of Jesus. Every nation that is not of God must come down now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, for Lord, you are great and greatly to be praised. Lord, you are high. Lord, you are great. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, God in Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. In the name of Jesus, that's it. Every stronghold must come down. 
Every stronghold must come down in the name of Jesus. Every stronghold must come down in the name of Jesus. Somebody claim it right now. Somebody get a hold of it right now. Every stronghold must come down in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Every principality and power is subdued. Hallelujah. Under the feet of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Our Savior, our Redeemer, our Healer, our Lord and our God. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. I want you to give your struggle to God right now. Give your struggle to God right now in the name of Jesus. You may not know how to do it. Here's how you do it. You open up your mouth and say, God, I'm giving you my struggle right now. I'm giving it to you. Fight my battle. Fight my battle. I praise you for fighting my battle. Fight my battle, Lord. Give me power. Give me strength. I trust in you. I trust in you. I trust in you. I will not be afraid. I trust in you. Oh, blessed Savior. Oh, blessed Savior. Oh, blessed Savior. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Peace right now. Peace like a river. Peace like a river. In the name of Jesus, the peace of God. The peace of God flow right now in the name of Jesus. The peace of Almighty God flow right now through his mind and spirit in the name of Jesus. He In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Faith, Lord. Faith increase. Faith increase, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Oh, glory to his name. Oh, glory to his name. Oh, glory to his name. Oh, glory. Oh, glory to his name. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on all across this house. Lift high the name of Jesus. Lift high the name of Jesus. Lift high the name of Jesus. He shall la 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 basataya. Glory, glory, glory. Lift high the name of Jesus. In the name of the Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Yes, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. This coming Sunday, there's going to be people walk into this building who come in with every type of problem you can imagine. Chains of addiction. Hallelujah. Things in their mind, things in their spirit, things in their body, things that have gotten out of control. They don't know what to do. That's why they're coming here. False doctrine, tradition, religion has a hold on so many of them. But when they walk into this house, they're going to walk into the house of the Lord. I said they're going to walk into the house of the Lord. Not into the physical structure, but we are the house of Almighty God. And when they walk in, He is the Lord of this house. Do you hear what I'm telling you? He is the Lord of this house. And under his feet is going to come every problem they bring into this place. He's already got the authority over every sickness that will be represented. He's already got the authority over every sin that will be represented. He's already got the authority over every addiction that is represented. Can we lift him higher and say, Lord Jesus, be the God of this house. Be the God of this house. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Glory to his name. Glory to your name, Lord. Glory to your name, Lord. Glory to your name. Come on, that's it. Let's praise Him. Let's praise Him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.
Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Chain, break every chain, break every chain.